Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. It is Thursday, May 31st, 2018. Some of the big headlines in the city. Well, we got a new wave pool opening up today. Sweet. Ribbon cutting over at East Park. Uh, I've seen some pictures and video of this thing. It looks amazing. Right next to the uh, the bullet and the water slides that were moved uh, from Wally World years ago out to East Park. And it really, you need the wave pool to complement the slides. I love the wave pool. Whenever like, I go down to Florida back when I was a kid and they had wave pools then, and that was tons of fun. So now we don't need to go to Florida. Yeah, I remember vividly. <laughs> uh, there would always be an alarm or a sound because the, the waves would come and they'd go. And they'd go and everybody, ah! The waves are coming. The waves are coming. <laughs> Congratulations to our friends at East Park. It's going to be a great way for uh, the Forest City to cool off this summer in the new wave pool. Now, something else that's going to be affecting Londoners. Uh, this is an international story, but it is going to have an impact here. The steel tariffs that Donald Trump has decided to move ahead with. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Canada was exempt from this for a while. But the announcement came down this morning that uh, Canada, the European Union, Mexico, all will have uh, this uh, uh, tariff imposed on them. And that's that could start a trade war. It's, it's going to have an impact on London in particular, Canada in general, because there's steel that even if you don't produce steel, that you use steel yeah. in ways you don't even think. A lot of manufacturing think. around here. Absolutely. So it's going to have an impact locally, and uh, it's not going to work out well for us, not going to work out well for the Americans. These types of retaliatory things that are going to happen never work out well for anyone. Wasn't there a, a plan if... Trump moved ahead with the steel tariffs. Didn't Trudeau say he's got some options, things that he's going to do to push back? They, he said they had a plan if they were going to do it. He hasn't really uh, verbalized what they're going to do, but he's been pretty, Buck a beer. Been pretty <laughs> firm so far. So we'll see. Aluminum is a steel type thing. <laughs> it's like a metal. Uh, it, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they push back. I know Mike Stubbs is going to be talking more about this uh, coming up on 980 CFPL when he does his show, London Live. And uh, Donut Day tomorrow. This is uh, this is interesting. Tim Hortons is going to be selling tomorrow only to celebrate Donut Day a special breakfast sandwich, which uses a honey dip donut as a bun. Oh boy! Oh. I, I hate my, I hate myself for for wanting to eat this. Yes, I usually don't go for these like the double downs, the KFC and stuff. But I love a honey dip donut. Taz, you know I love a sausage breakfast sandwich. Jim is the king of sausage patties. He won't eat. He won't eat a full length sausage. Ugh. But if it's smushed into a patty, he's all over it. Yeah. <laughs> I might not. If I miss it tomorrow, I'm just gonna get a sausage breakfast sandwich and two honey dip donuts and make my own. Make your gym, own. Jim witch. Every day could be donut day. <laughs> you, you may if you're a little ashamed, Dev, that you want to try one of these, maybe just drive to like a small town Tim Hortons where no one's going to recognize you. I'll just <laughs> order five of them. I'll get my trench coat. I'll get a hat. <laughs> like some you're sunglasses. having a fair. <laughs> I think we should eat some of these tomorrow morning on the Taz Show. Mm. We've got a Tim Hortons downstairs. You guys in? I'll buy breakfast. I'm in. I'm in. Donut day with your donut bun breakfast sandwich tomorrow coming up on the show we are going to talk about a north london garage thief we'll have an update on the roseanne situation and right now another reason you don't want to get divorced the tasho podcast 
Nirvana, come as you are from their MTV Unplugged session. Prepare yourself for this crazy story. Obviously, if you had the guitar that Kurt Cobain played uh, during that MTV Unplugged session, you'd want to hang on to it, right? Of course. It'd be worth a lot of money. Well, the guy who owns it, his name is Isaiah Silva. He is the now ex-husband of Francis Bean Cobain. Hmm. So Kurt Cobain and Courtney Love's daughter, Francis Bean, married this guy, Isaiah. As a wedding gift, she gave him Kurt Cobain's guitar from the Unplugged session. Oh, why? They got divorced. Judge ruled because it was a gift. He got to keep the guitar. Oh, man. He is now uh, suing Courtney Love and a number of other people claims that in June 2016, uh, a crew of men showed up at his home. Isaiah says he opened the door. They started yelling things at him. They grabbed him by the junk and said they were going to take him upstairs and sexually assault him. Jeez! Uh, That they had assaulted his mother. They threatened his seven-year-old child from another marriage. Hmm. And the end result, apparently, was give us this guitar back. It's a Martin D-18E guitar, the the one that Kurt played during the MTV Plug performance. And it's got to be worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, you'd think so, at least. Yeah, that's what you get, man. You, you give... You think you love someone, you give them your dad's guitar. <laughs> this is terrible. You know what the thing is, though? Like, if if I was in this guy's shoes, I'd keep it because she gave it to him as a gift. Uh, it, it's different. It really bothers me when there's a divorce and then the person who doesn't have money takes something special like the father's watch or something just out of spite. Would you not give Francis Bean the opportunity to buy it back, though? Or Courtney Love the opportunity to buy it back? Because... Isaiah Silva is the ex-husband of Kurt Cobain's daughter, but other than that, he doesn't have a connection to Kurt Cobain, so you could understand why they would want the guitar to be with the family. Yeah. So say, hey, give me 200000 whatever it's worth, give me the money, and you can have the guitar. Sure. I, 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 would, I would totally sell it, too, if, if it meant that much to the family, but she gave it to him in the first place, so she screwed up big time, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Um, Isaiah Silva says he's lucky that he had a friend in the house at the time who called police. They they showed up in the nick of time, according to him. They were just about to beat the snot out of him. Yeah, and I guess this is just an allegation. It's not proven, but I, Crazy. I, I feel like I'm buying it. Calm the F down or we're going to drag you upstairs and take turns on you, is what he alleges these guys said to him. Yikes. Give us the guitar. I'm like, here's the guitar, man. <laughs> yeah. Get the hell out of here. Or have a fake guitar <laughs> on standby. One that looks just like the original. Hey, uh, have you lost something in a divorce? Hi there. Yeah, I didn't lose anything in the divorce, but I got something back. What'd you get? My balls. <laughs> <laughs> she had them the whole time you were married. They were in her purse the whole time. Now I got them back and they're attached to me again. Thank God. <laughs> the lawyer determined that she didn't get to keep one of them? <laughs> no, well, I don't know. She kind of, maybe. Maybe I got, maybe she has a little quarter of one. <laughs> Good for you. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you.
Hey, Jason, what'd you lose in the divorce? Uh, I ended up losing a guitar signed by Eddie Van Halen and my dog. Oh, man. Which one are you more bummed out about? Uh, I'd have to say the guitar from Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> How'd you get a guitar signed by Eddie? Um, well, what had happened was my old man went to one of his concerts, and I guess at the end of the show or whatever, he kind of went a little crazy and smashed his guitar. Yeah. Well, my dad knew one of the guys that worked backstage and asked him if he could get the broken guitar, and then took it to a guitar shop and got it all fixed, and then gave it to me for my birthday. Oh, so it was actually one of Eddie Van Halen's guitars signed by Eddie Van Halen. Yeah. No yeah. wonder she wanted it. <laughs> right? <laughs> so legally, why did the judge give it to her, do you think? Or was there a big discussion about that? Um, well, it was just more of like a prized possession. It wasn't really a set piece of property. So I basically just kind of gave in. And, well, if you want it, here's like She was trying to be difficult, and you said, I just want this to be over with. Basically, yep. Yeah. Well, you lost your axe, but you got rid of a battle axe. The Taz Show Podcast. Got up this morning, Jim. Made myself a little toast with peanut butter. Yeah. Got my uh, lunch ready. Opened the, the door into my garage and realized that I had left my garage door open all night last Whoa. night. I know. After we just posted on the FM96 Facebook fan page a video yesterday of... Uh, a guy in North London walking through an open garage door and stealing a bike. Yeah, and that's exactly what the homeowner did here. He put his garbage out uh, earlier than the night before, accidentally forgot to hit the button when he went back inside, doors wide open. Luckily, he had a camera inside the garage, and you see this guy in shorts and a pink hat and a yellow shirt with a flashlight. So he's obviously out to steal something. Stumbled upon the house, uh, he turns on the flashlight, the automatic lights in the garage come on, but it takes him five seconds to grab this this new bicycle and, and take off. Oh, it makes me so angry. The part yeah. that makes me mad is when you see him, he gets out of the garage, and then you can see him kind of in the front yard getting on the bike and getting ready to ride away. Yeah. It makes me just wish that someone was there to throw a, a hockey stick in the spokes. Totally. Send him flying. Yeah, or he like bikes across the lawn and somehow nails a clothesline. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. I'm dreaming now. But I mean, it could be worse because in this guy's garage, he's got two weed whackers. He's got a lawnmower. This guy could have came back and stole even more. But there's something, about especially punching the face when you lose your bike. I think you got attached to it. It's like losing your best friend. <laughs> yeah. Just ask Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> it was the impetus for his big adventure, if you will recall. I, I was putting the golf clubs in the trunk, and I just opened the garage door so I could see what I was doing. And then I went back in the house. Kid was screaming or something. Yeah. Forgot to close it. Ha happens, man. Happens to the best of us. It is not an open invitation to come in and check out our stuff. Yeah, It's an accident. It's still private property. You're still supposed to be respectful and leave other people's stuff in their houses. So give it a watch. See if you recognize the, the person in the video stealing the bike. If you do, give Crime Stoppers a call. All the if information is up there, too. Uh, hi, FM96. Hey, I was just uh, hearing about leaving that garage door open that you guys had this morning. Yeah. I had the same thing in uh, North London near, uh, I used to live near Limberloft. 
And I had someone basically get in my car, take all my change, but leave me a note saying, stole your change, but didn't want to take anything else. I didn't know how I felt about that. <laughs> you got limber looted. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I grew up in White Hills, and that's what we used to call it. You got limber looted. Yeah, there's a fact they left a note saying they only wanted my change. I don't know. Felt, felt wrong, but also a little bit good they didn't take all my... Uh, GPS and old school CDs and everything else. Yeah, too, right? if so. if a kid went into my garage, if I left my garage open, let's say I had uh, some beers in a fridge in the garage, and they took the beers, I'd kind of get it. You know what I mean? It, it's yeah. like, yeah, you know, the teenager is doing something stupid, but when they start taking bikes or something that you know, you've got to now go out and replace. Yeah, high value. Because I was in high school once. I know that that kind of thing went on. Garage hopping. Yeah. Car hopping, they used to call it. <laughs> it's almost karma coming back. I still hate it. Oh, because <laughs> you've taken a few beers from a party here and there or something like that? I, I'm sure that I've had a beer that was taken out of someone's garage at some point in yeah. my life. Yeah. <laughs> it's still, I just hate, I don't like the feeling of somebody going onto your property is the thing that freaks me out. Totally. And if your house gets broken into, like, imagine how hard it would be to sleep if somebody, if you woke up and someone was in your house one night. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's essentially always the worry, too. And then you always think, well, you live in a better neighborhood here or there. But the thing is, though, people will go to any neighborhood or anywhere and do those things, right? Like, Well, a lot of the time, they won't poop where they eat. You know that old saying, right? <laughs> so they're not going to steal in their own neighborhood. They're going to go elsewhere and obviously the nicer the neighborhood the nicer the stuff right exactly did you save the note did you turn it into uh the police for handwriting analysis uh no i, I lived beside limber lost long enough that we had had more, more than my fair share of things over 20 years of living there taken that i knew that the cops aren't going to care about you know 15 dollars in loonies and toonies Wow, fifteen dollars, Lottie Dog! What a score! <laughs> I might have a buck fifty in my car. This stuff drives everybody crazy. It sucks to be a victim of something like this. And we've got one of our listeners on the phone who has a story about uh, one time you left your wallet in the car overnight. I had my engagement ring money. No, dude. I had it tucked in behind where the cards are. Uh huh. Large numbered bills, a few grand. And uh, I come out in the morning, and I'm like, oh, shit, I left my wallet in there. And I see my door's not completely shut. Oh, so no. I open the door, and I see my wallet. I see all my cards spread out everywhere, and I was like, oh, my God, it's not meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> so I take a look in there, and the money was there. The money was oh. there. Oh, so you had to get married. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you are rolling the dice pretty good, dude. You leave your ring in there. You leave thousands of dollars. If the money was gone, were you just not going to propose? No, I was going to do it still, but it would have took a little longer. <laughs> the Tash Show Podcast. Your peacock. Time for sports. Here is Devin Peacock. The Washington Capitals did it to me again, basically. Yeah. I thought Vegas was going to win, and Washington won. I still think Vegas is going to win the series. I'm, I don't care. I'm just I'm picking Vegas for every single game. 
for the rest of this series. Now I'm getting nervous about our uh, Cavaliers bet, Dev, because you, you're on board with me. We're both putting down 100 bucks on the Cavs to beat the Golden State Warriors because it's such a long shot. $100 pays 850 Yep, if the Cavs can do it. But I think the Taz jinx is gone. I think it's now the Devin Peacock jinx. <laughs> well, the I mean, the bookmakers are already really discounting the Cavs. I mean, they're expecting the series to be over quickly. They've got the Warriors favored by 11 in the first game I just checked. So, I mean, I don't know if it's a it's a, a Devin jinx so much as it is the Warriors are just really, really good. But you think the Vegas Golden Knights are going to pull it out. Another exciting game. It was a close one. You know, I mean, the this would have gone to overtime had it not been for a insane save by Braden Holpe with less than two minutes to go. The Golden Knights have made a habit throughout the entire playoffs uh, and res- more recently just in the last six or seven games of responding very, very quickly when they're scored upon. So the other team doesn't even build up any momentum in the game. They almost did that again last night. Braden Holpe is the reason why that Washington won this game. I mean, they played a good game, but after Washington scored, uh, this is earlier in the game, Vegas came back. They almost scored right after that. So if not for some great goaltending by Braden Holpe, I think Vegas would have won this game. It's May 31st. If this goes seven games, Game 7 is going to be played on the 13th of June. Do you have any idea why they have things so spread out here in this series? It's for TV. That's the only reason. That's why... American TV, NBC? NBC. That's why the NBA is waiting until Thursday to start their their entire series now so they can get they can maximize the most TV and weekend dates as possible. Does NBA, is the NBA on NBC as well? The NBA is on uh, the finals. Well, the playoffs have been between ESPN and TNT. I don't know who has the finals. I'd guess it's the ESPN. CBS? Mm. No, it's TNT and ESPN have the rights to the NBA. Who has the finals? I don't know if it, it rotates back and forth. I don't know who has it this time around. Mm. But here's if it does go seven games in the NHL, they've already looked at uh, what tickets are going for in Vegas on StubHub. You want to guess how much a Game 7 ticket in Vegas is going for? $20,000. $19,500. Wow! <laughs> So even if we win our Cavaliers bet, we still can't afford tickets to Game 7. <laughs> the oh. cheapest ticket for a Game 7 in Vegas is 800 bucks right now. Oh, so we can get, so we, we we can can get, get the, the cheapest. Building. We can get the cheapos. <laughs> Let's do it. The Tash Show Podcast. The firing of Roseanne. Roseanne going after Valerie Jarrett. ABC Entertainment president Roseanne's Twitter statement is abhorrent. She shouldn't have said it. She knows she shouldn't have said it. Repugnant and inconsistent with our values, and we have decided to cancel her show. Cancel. Cancel. Yeah, latest on the Roseanne Barr saga. Her show came in second in the ratings last week. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, just released. 10.6 million viewers. And they didn't even know it was the last episode. They still <laughs> tuned in. NCIS won the week in the ratings. Mark Harmon, do not tweet well on Ambien. <laughs> Don't ruin a good thing. Yeah, that's, uh, that's Roseanne's, one of her excuses. She says she took an Ambien and she was tweeting well, well messed up. The makers of Ambien put out a statement saying, while all pharmaceutical treatments have side effects, racism is not a known side effect of Ambien. Yeah. Yeah, tough. 
Tough to try to pull that excuse. I mean, it does do silly things like there are people who wake up in the middle of the night and make breakfast and not remember it when they wake up in the morning or they'll... That's kind of nice. <laughs> Wouldn't it be? You'd be your own best friend. <laughs> the table's set. Yeah. Leave a little note for yourself. <laughs> Have a great day, sport. Let's get some ambient, Taz. <laughs> it makes me want to try it. I mean, if it does... Under controlled circumstances. I, I think it is kind of tough to quit. It's no, it's no joke, but to say that it makes you say racist things is pretty wild. The other thing that um, Roseanne is saying, I didn't know that Valerie Jarrett, the uh, Obama advisor, who her racist tweet was aimed at, I didn't know she was black. Yeah. She made a Planet of the Apes reference, says she didn't know she was black. In that case, I don't understand what the joke is. Said she thought she was Jewish. Yeah, I don't even want to speculate, but I mean, the woman, Valerie Jarrett, she, she definitely is lighter skinned. Right. But it's if that was maybe Roseanne's own like first and only excuse, I could almost buy it. But then when you pile on with like ten other different things, she's just looking for one excuse to stick, right? Yeah. And the joke just doesn't make any sense. She says it's a joke. What's the joke then? What's the what's the Planet of the Apes reference mean? If she if you you thought she was Jewish, then why was the Muslim part in there? Because she also joked that she was part of the Muslim Brotherhood. Oh yeah. So hold on a second. Yeah, pretty weak. Let's see. You're, you're a comedian. I just thought she was a Charlton Heston fan. <laughs> I don't get it. Nah. Anyways, it's, uh, pretty crazy. They're they're now uh, saying that they might consider going ahead with a new sitcom starring the cast of Roseanne. <laughs> kill her off like they did John Goodman. I don't know if they'll kill her off or it'll be a completely new sitcom just with all the same people because Roseanne obviously owns a huge stake in the show, and that's the you don't want Roseanne to profit off of yeah. the show continuing so they'd have to come up with something completely new even then i'm sure roseanne may have a case for a lawsuit and may end up getting money from it so it's a it's a tough situation what if they just straight up replaced roseanne didn't say anything plot wise they just straight up swapped her out for a black woman what if wanda sykes swapped in for Roseanne. In, she nobody mentions it yeah yeah you never say anything she's just roseanne now <laughs> the tash show podcast